it's Monday, September 28th, and you're listening to a brand new episode of The Julian Dion Show. Today we discuss what makes the notion of the second wave so depressing. We talk Drew Barrymore and Tom Green reuniting after 15 years. The Daily Dose with me, Jen Grant, your comments, and a whole lot more. And we kick it off with Mike Plume. Telephone rings, way too much, but not nearly enough. You on the other end of the line She said, you know, you could still call me Well, lately I've been Thinking about everything But something leaves me Stranded in between Stranded in between And she's my Beverly Monroe And I'm her Joe Maggio. Wait a minute, let's start again. Hello, hello. <laughs> Hi, this is Ron Vodry. This is Alex Nussbaum. This is Jason Fraser. This is Matt O'Brien. Hey, this is Ray Zwicker. All right, world. My name is Cal Post. Guys, this is Christina Walkinshaw. This is Eddie Delaseppi. This is Adrian Spencer. Uh, my name is Timo. And you're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour. You're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour podcast. <laughs> Who am I talking to? What am I yeah. doing? Julian Dion Comedy, Comedy Hour? You're podcast. listening to the... Fuck some comedy <laughs> See, I took the word out comedy. Changes the meaning completely, doesn't it? <laughs> Not really. I'm overworking, but days in the holidays. Happy holidays. You're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour podcast. Now broadcasting live and totally uncensored. Eh? <laughs> From Lemon Press Studio. In the beautiful Gatineau Hills. Project. I was like half asleep on the couch and now I'm projecting. 
Hey everyone, this is Christian Potenza. This is Gay Trevor Wilson. This is Jean Paul, aka the Island Hipster, hashtag hipster business. This is Steph Tola. Hey, this is Jake Goldsby. This is Sky Wallace. Hey everybody, this is Erica Sigurdsson, aka Ricky Six. Okay, hello. Hi. This is Howard Wagman. Hey, this is Peter Anthony, the PA System. This is Matt O'Brien. Some people like to, that's my rap name. This is Jen Grant, and you're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour Podcast. <laughs> Show you and me below, just like the flowers, laughing all day long. People, I need to lose. Sing a little song, then take a shower. Julian Dion. It's a, it's a show. It's not an hour. It's a show. It's okay. Spiking those levels. Whoops. That's a little loud. Welcome to the show. Good morning, everybody. Yes. 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 Queen, welcome to the Julian Dion show with Jen Grant. Dion. Welcome to the show, everybody. We are live on a Monday morning, Monday, September 28th. Wow. We here we are broadcasting to you live from Lemon Press Studios in the beautiful Gatineau Hills. Hi, hi, hi. Yeah, we are live on YouTube and Facebook as we are Mondays through Fridays at 7 a.m. Eastern. The Julian Dion Show live on, like I said, YouTube, Facebook, Daily Motion, Twitch. What about Twitch? Oh, Periscope. Okay, good. Good. I was just <laughs> Nitty. Braddy this morning. <laughs> and of course, available on demand wherever you get your podcast. Well, of course. Get that out of the way. Good morning. Uh, Jen Grant is with us, comedian extraordinaire, human well, thank extraordinaire. You very much. Thank you very much. Good morning. Good morning. Here we are. Welcome. By the way, if you are watching live, please feel free to give us a share. Whether that's on uh, YouTube. Can you share things on YouTube? I don't know. I don't know. Just a good question. Let people know your, what you're doing right now. Sigura. We appreciate you being with us. Good morning. At our regular time of 7 a.m., we did uh, Far West Fridays on last Friday, which was week two of four, and we've determined the final week two of four. Yeah. <laughs> the final week of four. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't... Uh, I don't know. I love our mornings. I love yeah. the 7 a.m. start. I love... We had a great guest. We had a great show on Friday. We had, of course, Vancouver-based comedian and author Charlie Demers. Charles... It was great. Yeah, it was awesome and everything. And uh, had a great long interview, but... <coughs> not but, because it was great. Period. It's just period. Um, semicolon? Semicolon. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's it just, we decided, yeah, it feels weird it's going on at 10 a.m. We don't quite get the same feedback or engagement as we do at 7 a.m. So we figured, you know what, we took the executive decision... No more Far West Fridays. We did two weeks. Yeah. We went big, though. We had Erica Sigurdsson and Charles Demers, which is huge. Yeah. But then uh, I think we'll just go at 7 a.m. from now on. Monday to Friday. Monday to Fridays. And if anything, uh, if anybody out West wants to, to, to come on the show and promote something, or they'll just have to get up early. Yeah. You know? Well, if people like, like uh, Howard Stern is live early in the morning, what time does he start? 7 a.m.? 
We're so. competing right now. <laughs> <laughs> We're competing with the Take that. with the biggest radio show in the history of radio right now. So thank you, by the way, for watching us live. Thank you for being one of the 33 million people that are not listening to Howard Stern right now. Yeah. Well, I well, I was just going to say that guests from the West, when they want to be on Howard Stern, they don't to ask Howard to start later. No, they don't. I would argue that Howard has the leverage of having 33 million people listen to him every morning, so people probably, will get up for that. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Well, right, exactly. But, I mean, uh, but that's our we, goal, right? That I that's yes. been my goal from the beginning. 33 million. Listeners. Well, honestly, right. we do have we do get really good downloads. We have a great community of people that listen to us and yep. support the show, and we appreciate it. Um, Definitely, big time. Oh yeah. I mean, it's not 33 million people. Let's We're be getting there. realistic. We're, We're getting, getting there. there. 31 million on Sunday was 31 million subscribers. <laughs> so thank you for that. Oh my God! Mm-hmm. Even just saying that seems feels crazy. Anyway, so uh, yeah, thank you for watching. Had a great weekend. <coughs> Excuse Whoa. me. On the brink of uh, I don't know what's happening. A lockdown or what the hell? I'm really missing home these days. I'm yeah. homesick from New Brunswick. I'm missing my friends and my family and. Uh, it's really starting to get to me. I'm yeah. I'm I'm depressed, I think. Aww. I know. Good. All right. <laughs> I'm depressed. <laughs> no, it's, it's good to talk about that though because uh everybody can relate, right? I think I am depressed because I wake up in the middle of the night and there's nothing no thoughts that bring me joy. Oh boy. Mm. Not the partner you have next to you? Of or? course, of course. We so have a great joking. life. I, you I'm, know that that's the first thing that would come to one's mind when one heard a partner say that. About Just before I continue, I want to say apologies to, to my brother, Pete. Sorry, I forgot to call you back yesterday. Anyway, um, hmm. I know he listens, so... <laughs> Oh my gosh. We, we, this is like personal messages through our podcast. Well, you know what? I went to bed last night and as I was dozing, I got a text and it was from Pete saying, sick callback, bud. Oh I, yeah. Well, I was on the phone with him and I was like, uh, I was getting another phone call that I had to take. And I was like, oh shit, I'll call you right back. And 11 hours later, I got a chirp, <laughs> chirp text going. Good. Uh, yeah. Good no, that he did that. Hold because me, hold the f- Yeah. Fire to my feet. Or whatever oh yeah. I do that too because... Well, for instance, um, I now that we're on the theme of apologizing to friends, I never texted back Erica Sigurdsson. So if oh, she's listening, there we go. Um, yeah, so I was guilty of that yesterday too. And you know what? I like it when friends call you on it because yeah, me too. I do that, mm-hmm. and I think you should do that. Otherwise, you're just like starting to create this like narrative in your head of why they didn't call back, and you're pissed off. Just let it out, especially since you know you said your brother. He is like a brother to you. You know, you guys are so close. You should be able yeah. to be that honest. <clears throat> yeah, for sure. And um, anyway, so it's just yeah. I woke up in the middle of the night, and and again, I just I latch onto these thoughts, and nothing is bringing me excitement or joy. Is that dark? Yeah, because it's you all know anxious what? It's, thoughts. It's normal right now because you know that it's we all our nature. I was talking to, and I've talked about this before on the podcast. I was talking to a friend of mine about that, and she said that she's not she's not normally the type of person to be depressed at all. She just has that kind of a personality that mm-hmm. doesn't lend itself to that kind of thinking. But she said. This the last couple months have been really challenging for her and she's not she's not she doesn't know how to cope with it because she's never normally s- sad and depressed like that but it's because of this pandemic you look for our nature is to be excited especially when life is kind of boring or life is kind of you know stagnant you want to look forward to something. And when you do that, that's our nature, right? And when yeah. you do that, then you can feel excited because even though it's boring now and it sucks a little bit now, well, that's okay. We've got this trip coming up or an event or whatever. And it's just, there's nothing like that right now. It's literally all stress. I woke mm-hmm. up thinking taxes. <laughs> I woke oh, up gosh. thinking taxes, which the deadline is in two days. I woke up thinking uh, this <laughs> TV taping I have on Saturday, which I have not practiced and I haven't even yeah, gotten full did. approval on. You practiced? When? A downstairs. Here, I know, but in, oh. in front of an audience. Oh, you know, you yeah. know the value of actually oh, of doing course. it in front of an audience versus downstairs here. Well, I'm completely screwed, okay, if you say that because I have not. Anyways, go ahead. Yeah, but I you're doing material. It's you. not new material. That's true. I'm doing new material. 
That's true. I took these ideas that were a 20-second bit and hashed them out into a eight-minute set, which is, you know, I know that 20 seconds of it will work. Yeah. Anyway, I just... Oh, and I have to go to court today. Uh, so many things when I woke oh, up in the middle did? of the night. Yes. Oh, I didn't know it's that. court at 11 a.m. I didn't know that. Facing the judge. Oh, my goodness. I know. <laughs> do you have a lawyer? No, I'm representing myself. Oh! Snap. Which is what you do for moving violations. I don't think you get lawyers for moving violations. Do you? It's not worth it. It's it's a, it's a <laughs> no. it's a ticket for. Uh, what do you think is going to happen? I'm going to get the, the the book thrown at me. I'm going for two tickets. One for um, <clears throat> I think I've told the story before on the podcast. The first reason I'm going to court today is to fight a. Um, <laughs> two summers ago at just for laughs i had a parking ticket in montreal and then forgot about it and you know was driving in the village l- last year and was pulled over randomly by the cops and they're like is this your car i'm like yeah they go, well you shouldn't be driving you um there's a there's a mark on your record for uh from the city of montreal i'm like well what is it tell me i didn't even know at the time they're like well we can't we can't see all we know is that your license is suspended i'm like are you kidding me turned out it was a 40 dollar parking ticket ticket that turned into a 500 dollar fine jeez so i'm fighting that cuz the cop was like i i go i had no clue first of all that i had this ticket second of all i did not know you could lose your license quebec is so strict strict Mm-hmm. Any other province, if you don't pay a parking ticket, when you renew your plates or your registration, you just pay them mm-hmm. th- at that point with a little bit of a fee if they're, if they're late or whatever. No, not Quebec. Quebec, they suspend your license. They come to it's your insane. house looking for it. Anyway, so I was driving with a suspended license from a $40 parking ticket, got a $500 ticket out of it. And the cop was like, well, you know, it was an error. It was a, it was a good faith error, so you could maybe, uh, or a mistake, good faith what do, you, what do you call those? Uh, um, uh, in error in good faith or something? Yeah, something like that. He's like, you could probably fight it. And he gave me the thing. I'll fold it up. I'm like, well, okay, if you think I can fight it, just give me a warning then. Yeah, he was acting like he was doing me a favor. And then not long after that, I had uh, renewed my registration online, but there was a late fee of 1140 or something like that, which made it not active. So I was driving around with a... Susp- or, or, um, uh, plates that were expired even though I had paid them there was still the and I, I got the letter in the mail later saying you're driven anyway so I'm gonna see what they say I wonder are you nervous? of course shitting my pants <laughs> I'm like well and I don't know why the worst is gonna say is is, is you have to, to pay uh, it yeah yeah anyway oh drag so I woke up thinking of all that stuff well, good for you for fighting it though well Fighting it is like just putting it off because I don't know how actually fighting any fighting I'm actually doing. Well, I wonder if you will, uh, maybe it'll make a difference. Like, are you going to explain your sitch? Yeah, I'm just going to say, look, because you have to say, are you guilty or not guilty? So I'm going to say guilty, but not. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. I am guilty of the things, but. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I should just go into a philosophical rant with a judge about how life is not so black and white and life happens in the gray, Mr. Judge. Hi. And we, today, here in this courtroom, are in the gray. Good what morning. If you, <laughs> you're all dramatic. What if you What if you said... Um, Did a big closing argument, like dramatic, like I saw in Law & Order. They're like, um, <laughs> guilty, just pay the tickets and stop wasting taxpayer dollars. But I wonder if they would take into consideration COVID times. We'll see. I mean, so far, I've been... This court date I've put off three times, and now they're like, you, ca- you can't put it off. If you don't show up, you're guilty. Mm. So I've... Uh, I've postponed it for COVID and for other reasons. Do you think it's smart to say you're guilty? Well, if you're guilty, I don't know. Maybe you shouldn't. Maybe you should say... I should say not guilty, but listen, hear me out, but... I don't know. One time, The one time I fought a ticket was years and years ago, like 15 years ago. I went in court, put on a suit and everything. It was in Shidiac, New Brunswick, in the the mall. (laughs) You go up to the courthouse and I... I remember seeing all these some guys I went to high school with and real trouble troublemakers that were were there for real reasons. I was like, I didn't wear my seatbelt. And I'm, I'm wearing a suit. They're all like just dressed normal. They're like, what the fuck are you doing here? I'm like, I'm fighting a ticket, a seatbelt. And I remember, I remember 
the judge being like uh, being like okay case number na, 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 Julian Dion na, 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 sir, na. <laughs> at, uh, how do you plead I'm like guilty he goes okay minimum fine $600 clack he hits the thing I'm like oh is that it I'm like yeah have a good day I'm like oh oh my god I know so I, I don't know how it's gonna go maybe today. you should say not guilty then well because <sighs> don't can't you say not guilty of like a fine of that amount so why don't you take that angle if right. you say guilty, like look at the, what happened. Not to you. guilty for that, Your Honor, but I'm guilty for being a little negligent. Good morning. Yeah. Good morning. Hi, I'm Julian. Aren't we Dan. all at some on some level a little no, but, negligent? But what did you learn in New Brunswick when you tried to do it and you said guilty? He didn't even <sighs> listen to you. So if you're guilty, then they're not even going to listen. Why don't you say like not guilty? Because if it was just the small fine, maybe. But like, no. you're not guilty of the amount that it ended up being. So why don't you take that approach? But I am guilty of driving. With a, yes, can you? <laughs> this is my lawyer, my partner, <laughs> Jen Grant. You mean partner law firm? No, life. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, but I, I don't did know. consider being a lawyer at one point, Your Honor. Mm-hmm. Does that count? But I do watch Law and Order, Your Honor. <laughs> yeah. Executive producer Dick Wolf, Your Honor. <laughs> Dick Wolf. Anyway, He's like, I what don't, did you uh, call me? I'm uh, like, nothing. Yeah. It's the producer. Did you just call me Wolf Dick? You're out of order. Get out of this courtroom. <clears throat> You're badgering the witness. Mm-mm. Anyway. It's so called nagging. It's called nagging, Your Honor. Mm-hmm. You're nagging the witness. Whoa, 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 whoa. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> All right, don't isolate that clip. Uh, anyway, thanks for being with us. Um, uh, we are live on a Monday and depressed. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel uh, right. It's yeah. getting to me. I talk. I come on here every day. It's a broken record. Is, I talk about my so. sleep and all that. But really, now it's getting to me. Everything, yeah. everything. Yeah. Like you said, usually there'd be something on the horizon, a yeah. trip or. And which which we which we do we do have a very important trip coming up which I am looking forward to but mm-hmm. and and I hate to say this but I'm actually just looking forward to the Monday after the trip ah. where it'll all be done everything. Well, you know what I'm looking forward to, not looking forward to I should or the say, Wednesday yeah is uh, sitting on a plane with a mask on. Oh fuck! I'm gonna get a well. Your mom your mom actually got us um, N95 masks. Oh yeah, because. They're, uh, they're of course they're better at protecting you from others <coughs> right. but hopefully they're comfy and there's like air in uh, between i hate that suffocating feeling yeah. but anyway i still wear it of course but but it's like what are people looking forward to these days this whole pandemic the fact that we're really on the verge it looks like Quebec is on the verge of going into a red zone which i i don't know what any of this means Ugh. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what's going to... If I know that governments are fighting hard, provincial governments, to not lock everything down, but I don't see how we're going... Uh, yeah. uh, I know. And then for us, we've been debating, do we go to New Brunswick? What do we do? There's so many things. I, I I, I, I'm just, it's so uncertain and stressful. That Those would be the times right now. Uncertain and stressful. Yeah. For everybody. Yeah. I know we're talking about our personal situation right now, but everybody is experiencing some sort of stress on some level. Yep. It's just you're not sure about something, you don't know what your next moves are going to be and it's um I don't know. It's getting yeah. to me. Oh, I know. It's I and I think uh many people can relate. And it's like included. <clears throat> I'm trying to get excited even about this, the show coming on this morning and the alarm went off this morning and I'm just like well, I don't know. Yeah. All right. Well, shit. This is depressing. Mm. Maybe, but the point is not to depress you, dear listener. It's to make you feel like you're not alone if you're feeling any of this. That's right. It's uh, it's just weird mm-hmm. times. Well, why don't we try to by providing a little bit of hope for our listeners, and our we will do that for ourselves. Like maybe yeah. we should try to think. Th- you know, of more positive. That's true. Why do I come here and just negative Nancy? Bummer, bummer. Did you see that Drew Barrymore uh, has You're a human. day show? No. A day show. A new daytime talk show? No. The Drew Barrymore show, and she invited uh, or had Tom Green as a guest. Yeah. And did you see it? Yeah, you did you anything? see it? No, I didn't. Oh. Yeah, that was it. Did you uh, see it? Uh, they hadn't spoken. Well, I watched a clip. 
it was very um they seem they both seemed very uncomfortable but it was uh yeah it was nice i mean uh, i guess they hadn't spoken in 15 years Wow. I saw this circulating on social media, this clip of like how she brought him on and they just talk about their admiration for each each other and but it was very like she she's very like I celebrate you uh, uh, you know <laughs> like very over the top zen and like you know mm-hmm. I'm here to celebrate you and I speak your name and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> it was interesting. It was funny to watch. Um I wonder, I mean... She's been through a lot in her life. Yeah. Kind of interesting how that could happen, eh? Like, it's hard to believe. When you hear about people who are from Ottawa and then, like, make it to the point where they're, you know, like, rubbing elbows with people, like, kind of movie star... And by elbows, you mean genitals? (laughs) Rubbing genitals? But like it's weird they how were they married. Mm-hmm. It's weird how they ended up like fully getting married and everything. She was just a fan of his. That, that's how it started. I did not I didn't know how they got married. I just knew that at some point they were married and not and then But, but she was a him? fan of his and uh, got him on Charlie's Angels. That's where they met. He had a role on there. Uh, I don't remember. Anyway. Goes to show you you never know what the hell is going to happen in your life, eh? Yeah. Like, he would never have guessed he'd be on Charlie's Angels and then marry Drew Barrymore. Like, that's insane. And they talked about, I assumed they talked about Wakefield because um, uh, Tom was talking about how... Uh, yeah, he has he, a cottage he, here. Right? Yeah, he said, my parents says hi. And she says, oh my God, I love your parents. She names them. She said, we spent a lot of time at their lake house. I'm wondering if their lake house is here because they do have a cottage here. I know mm-hmm. that. Yeah. It must be that. Lake House. Yeah. So it was like an indirect shout out to Wakefield, Quebec, where we are right now, broadcasting mm-hmm. to you live from Tom Green's parents' lake house's village. <laughs> Remember there was um, uh, a listener who was uh, a viewer who was watching on Facebook Live and we were talking about Tom Green and Drew Barrymore. This is not the first time we've talked about them and how they were saying that they saw them in Ottawa at Zafaz. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. 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 Anyway, you you gotta like the way that Drew Barrymore was talking, like you were saying, all mm-hmm. like Zen and spiritual, and you you can imagine that living on the West Coast, living the life that she has, like you're you're not. It's kind of like when you see Jim Carrey. There, it's like they're not regular. I don't know. It's like they're on a different dimension or something. Like. It's like everybody's treat them differently their whole lives. Yeah. And they're in this like weird bubble, like a weird Hollywood I, bubble yeah. where it's not real life. You know, it's, it's, I, I think it would be, that's why a lot of people say like, can you be a comedian when you get really famous and have lots of money? Now, first of all, you don't have the str- same struggle and the same like hunger because when you're, when you don't have a lot of money and you're working your way up, you're going to have like different angst and material and things to draw upon when you start getting like wealthy and not only that you don't have the same grasp on regular reality right as you would when you're starting out you're not it's i mean i don't know i just don't think that you can be as funny that way i'm not saying it's impossible i just think it's harder to be all like that weird new agey kind of way and funny new agey but i think also like you're just not a you're not like a you're not like a regular everyday person you almost become a parody of yourself like Mm -hmm. that kind of thinking the you know personal development zen i I, i'm all for it i you know but in the privacy of your own home but when you start outwardly speaking like that it it weirds people out i feel even Mm -hmm. like for me someone who's who, who can get behind that kind of stuff I think you probably also... When I see her talking like that, I'm yeah. like, ugh. Like, she's like, oh, and I celebrate your light and your energy here with you today. And I've always celebrated and spoken your name on honor. I'm like, All It's right. kind of niche eh? Like, it's niche talk. Like... Niche or psychopathic? Well, because she... Probably her and her friends talk like that. Right. The I, people she surrounds herself I celebrate with. you today, Jen. I just want you mm-hmm. to know. I celebrate you every morning. During the daily dose and during the show. 
Like, I think she could use, if she just, like, used different words, it wouldn't be so weird what she was saying. It's just the words she's choosing sound weird. Why not be We're like... We're talking about Drew Barrymore. Yes, Drew Barrymore and, Drew Barrymore and, and, and Tom Green. Yeah. Reunited on the Drew Barrymore uh, daytime talk show. But it's like, why not just be like... Uh, yeah, we didn't talk for a while, but you know we've been through a lot, and I'll always uh, love and respect you, and I admire your work. Why, like this, yeah, this wording of like I celebrate your energy and your vocation to the comedy on this world. It's like, all right, mm-hmm. I mean, weird, but yeah, sure. Well, have you ever talked to some? I bet you she does transcendental meditation all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, you, have you ever talked to? I remember interviewing. I used to work at Rogers TV, and I interviewed um, someone who was um, like a tran- transcendental meditation uh, teacher. Mm-hmm. And it's like a different look in their eyes, and like this energy. Um, I I personally admire it, but but I know it seems flaky and weird. I but think maybe that's what I need in my life. <laughs> Some TM. Wouldn't hurt you. Honestly. Oh, I know. Maybe, I should, maybe that's my problem. I care too much. I have a social filter on. I should celebrate people's light more mm-hmm. in the darkness that surrounds us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about your darkness anyway? Huh? What about my darkness? Eh? Yeah, no, I, I, I really believe in meditation yeah. for sure i got i got i got i say this all the time but it's classic i'm the classic person if anybody out there wants to model their lives after or or use me as an example of p- someone that knows what you should be doing but doesn't do it does anyone meditate who's watching right now does anybody meditating right now while you're listening to the sound <laughs> of our voice it's almost time for a guided visualization. Visualiz- visualiz- I don't know, Jenny. You know what I know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know this. Daily dose, daily dose. Get the news from coast to coast. Daily dose, daily dose. All your news from coast to All coast. All the news and headlines from Jen Grant. Here is your Daily Dose for Monday, September 28th. Thank you, Jennifer. I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. I'm here for you. Um, so four-time Super Bowl champion Joe Montana rescued one of his grandchildren in a kidnap- kidnapping attempt this past weekend. Someone tried to kidnap his grandchildren? Mm, one child, like yeah. A child or a grandchild? Grandchild. Okay. He has four adult children, they say in this article. Mm-hmm. Says the um, Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department says Montana told deputies that his grandchild was sleeping in a playpen on Saturday evening when an unknown woman entered their home and grabbed the child. What the hell? <laughs> I know. Terrifying. Just walked in the house it's and grabbed the child? good thing they were there and around. Yeah. According to reports, Montana and his wife, Jennifer were at their home in Malibu, California, when a 39-year-old woman walked into their unlocked door. She allegedly took the child out of someone's arms and walked into another room okay, where the Monta- well, well. Uh, Montanas grabbed their grandchild away from her. What? Okay. The woman so ran they're off. So they're at home, Yeah. just hanging out. This stranger walks in, yeah. takes the baby from someone's arms and tries to leave. Yeah. How did she get as far as not only I walking know. in, but taking the baby from someone's arms? I know. It's bizarre. So the woman ran off, but ap- was apprehended by um, the police who were in the area on an unrelated call. So uh, reports say she was arrested, but they don't really have, uh, they don't, they're not going to release her name or the charges just yet. Uh, he he has four adult children, like I said earlier, and um, he's 64. He's retired from the NFL. Uh, he retired in 95 and after 13 seasons with the San Francisco 49ers and two with the, do you know? Uh, the, uh, <clears throat> um, 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 hold on, uh, Broncos? Kansas City Chiefs. Oh. He led the 49ers to four Super Bowl victories, was a two-time league MVP, and three-time for blah, blah, blah. But anyway, kind of interesting how, like, obviously, do you think that that woman picked his house because she knew? Well, obviously, you have to, they have, they know her, obviously. 
You think so? Well, does it say she was a total stranger? Well, that's what I was assuming. How does a total stranger walk into the home of a football legend and grab an infant out of somebody's arms and try to <laughs> leave and they go, kidnapping attempts, let's make call the new... I know. I mean, none of this makes sense. (laughs) I know. You're so angry about it. Well, it doesn't make sense. I know. She must have been a family friend. It's a short story, too. Uh, Yeah, there's too many questions. (laughs) Not enough answers. I don't understand. Like, Are you okay? No, I'm upset. (laughs) I'm placing all of my daily stress into this story. Oh, my gosh. Um, Here's a new story that Mm. will... I don't think it's going to make you in a better oh. mood. We we were talking about it earlier, but it's like impossible not to acknowledge this in the Daily Dose, even though it's super depressing. Um, there's new projections that suggest Ontario's second wave of COVID-19 will peak in mid to late October and will likely send enough patients to um, intensive care that the hospitals will need to scale down on non um, emergency member when that happened with the lockdown they were they were kind of putting on hold all the non-emergency yeah. surgeries etc i'm feeling like we haven't learned anything from the first wave what's different <sighs> i know we're in the second wave and they're giving us the same advice yep. and the same everything and quebec cranked out 900 new cases on sunday yeah well it says here the province <clears throat> is on track to exceed a thousand new cases per day by the middle of October unless stricter public health measures slow the accelerating spread. The average number of new cases reported daily in Ontario is currently running four times higher than um, at the end of August. Premier, this is kind of funny. I, I don't know if it's not funny, but Premier um, Ford's government has has since shrunk limits on the size of p- private gatherings, reducing um, opening hours for bars and ordered strip clubs to close. Like, how is that in that sentence? <laughs> like, I know. What? Yeah. Who the fuck is going to strip clubs during a pandemic? Well, that's what I'm thinking. Like, how is that even... I don't know. Can't you just put it under the umbrella of businesses like that? Like, I love Let how me that's go, isolated. Yeah. Let me go into a closet size space with... Naked. A, yeah, a naked, damp person that's been rubbing herself on other... I person, know. people. I know. Like, are they wearing a mask? Uh, I don't know. On their mouth and their vagina? Mm. Anyway, um, right now, uh, they say that the V95. it's... <laughs> right now, um, and anyway, I was going to make another joke, but okay. Right now, they say it's a predominantly younger, healthy peop- like people, the crowd is, is getting um, COVID-19. The team of researchers has run four scenarios uh, about with Ontario's second wave, yeah. how it could play out. And the best case scenario would mimic Ontario's first wave in April and March when case numbers increased rapidly, but then were reined in by the lockdown. They showed age groups of Ontario's active cases of COVID-19 right now. And the most is the highest cases by far, by far, are from twenty uh, people in their 20s, so 20 to 29. So it's almost 1,400 cases during, in that, in that uh, age bracket. And the lowest is 80-plus, um, and then the second lowest is 70 to 79, which was very different from the end of uh, when the first wave happened. But they do predict if it keeps on going the way it's going, it will eventually reach that older population. However, if you think about it, like now the the homes are going to be a lot more um diligent i would imagine overall are they or are are people sick of it and they're like fuck i'm i'm done with this shit like well the retirement homes is what oh, i mean oh i thought you meant yeah. just people's homes the thing with this second wave that makes it worse is mm-hmm. that we're going into winter into the like the first wave started i know in march so we're coming out of it we're elite, we're coming outside out of our homes, going into the backyards for the summer, go, you know, gardening, all that. This is the spring had sprung. Everything was looking up and up. Mm-hmm. At least cases were going up, but so was the temperature. I know. Oh, that's a t-shirt. <laughs> and uh, now it's the opposite. We're going inside. We're starting back. The temperature's uh, getting low. So we're going in now for six, seven months of awful weather. Mm-hmm. 
And not only that, not only the weather thing as we're going into the second wave, but uh, uh, the, uh, what do you call it? Not civil disobedience. Yeah, I guess that's, people are not listening to the government anymore. They're being defined. They're like, screw it. All weekend, there were these anti-lockdown protests, anti-masks protests, anti- Mm -hmm. all of this. Mm -hmm. I know. Oh, here's some... Here's some good news that might also kind of um, make you a little concerned. Is oh good, um, (laughs) good. they uh, the world has just gotten one step closer to a zero emission aviation. Oh, I saw that a plane. Yeah, uh, it's the world's first hydrogen fueled cell powered mm. flight of a commercial grade aircraft. I will let them test that one out for a few years before I get on any. (laughs) That's what I thought. Fucking plane. Yeah. Uh, that's overpowering. <laughs> that, I can't even imagine. We're going on a really significant trip in in two weeks. Yeah. And all of that is overshadowed by the flight. I know. But at least I ha- I got some uh, Ativan. Yeah. That's going to that's gonna help. Mm. And don't you love the idea that there can be um, maybe a flight that has, that's so much better for the environment? I think we should just focus on trains. What the hell are we doing in the sky? <laughs> yeah, I know. The sky is... No, we don't belong in the skies. I None know. of us. No I humans. Know. Keep us on the ground. I know. I, I, this obsession. They said developing aircraft that create less pollution will help um, significantly in zero carbon emissions by 2050. That would be great. It shows that technology to, technologies to clean up air travel are now at our fingertips with enormous potential to build back better and drive clean economic growth. Yeah. So we'll see what happens, but that's at least promising <clears throat> and people are working on stuff like that. So I, that cheers me up. Mm-hmm. Come on, there's some good stuff. It is, yeah. <laughs> that's your daily dose for today. Oh. Oh. Wow. Yeah, I know. Uh, shorty poo today. Yeah. That's right. right. Well, in that case. Here we go. Daily Dose. Daily Dose. Uh Uh-huh. Daily Dose. Yep. Get the news from Coast 2020. Daily Dose. Yeah. Daily Dose. All your news from Coast to Coast. All the news and headlines from Jim Graham. Job. Why am I so depressing? People come on here to 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 change their thoughts, and I know. I'm like, yeah, we're all depressed and going on a lockdown. I don't know. Why am I doing this? Well, you are a human being. Maybe uh, maybe other people are out there feeling the same way, and the, the uh, they'll feel uh, a connection, comfort. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're human, right? What are you gonna do? Be fake about it? Yeah. And some days it's easier to be fake than others, or at least fake it until you make I, it. Right? I'm so sick of the notion of fake it till you make it. Are you? Okay, sorry. I cannot. No, no, I just mean in general. Did you not Show dance business. for the Daily Dose today? I uh, did a little head thing. Oh, you did? Why did we not? I'm trying to see your dance. Oh, no. On just... the delay. By the way, let me do just real quick. Of course, as you know, you've grown to know and love that this episode of The Julian Dion Show is brought to you by Gringo's Blazing Sauces. Yeah, 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 yeah. So good. Oh. I'm obsessed with their barbecue sauce now. We had, I mean, I don't want to talk about it because it's not available, but we had a (laughs) blackberry bourbon barbecue sauce in the fridge here for a few weeks and uh, polished off the bottle this weekend. It was so good. Gringo's Blazing Sauces, the best... Hot sauces and barbecue sauces, charcuterie jellies and salsas made with fresh squeebs, lime juice, and nothing but the freshest ingredients you will find. Gringo's Blazing Sauces, trust me, I'm a pepperhead. Do yourself a favor. Do the hot sauce lover in your life a favor. Go to gringosblazingsauces.com for a wide selection of the best artisanal, locally made hot sauces out there. Doug Knight, chef by trade. And his wife, Laura, they're obsessed with finding the perfect balance between heat and flavor, and they nail it every single time they do. It's not all heat. It's it's a good amount of heat, good intense heat, but also incredible flavors. GringosBlazingSauces.com. They ship all over North America, right here in Ottawa. But uh, if you live in Canada and order 
have an order for $40 or more. It's free shipping. Also, on top of that, listeners of this program get an additional 5% off by entering promo code JD5 at checkout. That's right. You enter promo code JD5, you get free shipping, 5% off. If you live in Canada, it's, I mean, what, what, you can't go wrong. Go to gringosblazingsauces.com, gringosblazingsauces.com. Do it today. I was trying to change it up, but there's no way of changing it up without going long. Right. Trying to, trying to, I always say the same thing. Right. Trying to, you know. Well, could you just like talk about. Whoops. I kind of like that song. All right. Well, we don't know what's going to happen from day to day, but we are at uh, the mercy of the second wave. (laughs) We don't know what's going to happen to you and Dave. Dave. (laughs) I don't know. Let's go. I I haven't (laughs) done a song in a while. I don't know if I still have it. Do you still have it in you? Thank you so much for being with us today on this Monday show. We want to tell you that no matter what, the coronavirus is going to get all of us. You get all tender. The so coronavirus cute. is going to kill all of us. Tools. The coronavirus is going to affect all of us at some point or another. Let's just embrace it. Hey. I don't know. That's not a nice message it's, to it's send people. It's hard to... You're um, just basically saying the coronavirus no, okay, well, let's will kill on. all of us. Well, Good. I know. You're Jeez. right. All right, here we go. This is called The Brighter Day, so let's, uh, two, three. Whoa, hold on, not yet. (laughs) Looking for it? Here we go. One, two, three, two, three. Woke up this morning with a feeling of empty inside. Don't know what to do with myself, do I? Start the day or just I can't. It's forced. Uh, does I wonder if Mike, way, Mike does Mike listen to this podcast? Mike Plume? Yes. I don't know. He, he must hate to, the song. Like a real singer songwriter would be like, ugh. I was just thinking, like, what does he think of your songs? I would love to know. By the way, do we have any comments today? Um, we we don't really have very many today. All right. Let well, me just double thanks. check, though. I'll <laughs> thanks for nothing. Yeah, we have Doug says good morning. Hey, Dougie. Yeah, he says uh, he's questioning. He's like, this is not the biggest morning show. Remember we were talking about Howard Stern? No, we're getting there. And I said not yet with one of those cute winky emojis, if you're familiar. I am. He said he misses us. And I said, uh, we miss you too. And well, there you go. We're hoping to maybe see you All on right. Saturday. So I well, guess no hmm? no comments? Yeah, these oh, are the well, comments. Yeah, all right. yeah. Doug says, uh, <clears throat> whenever we were talking about, you know, how you felt depressed and nothing to look forward to, he said, no dangling, dangling carrots to chase. And uh, Sandy Harmer, our wonderful Morning, uh, Sandy. medium that we chatted with, who mm-hmm. we want to do a monthly thing with. Like yeah. I, I think at least because she's and um my uh, cousin Beth my lovely cousin Beth who listens all the time hello Beth you're listening right now she was riveted by Sandy's interview and so were many listeners and she, L- Sandy is just so interesting to listen to and on the content and everything and it's great interview Beth had a suggestion which I really liked she said what about breaking down the topics and and dealing like talking about one specific thing and kind of promoting it that way and and it helps us focus too because there were so many things we could have asked her eh, that day we were just like oh yeah you want to continue want to go on and on it's hard to uh yeah and then you go off on these tangents and all these side roads and you want to which is fun but you know i think she's a great person to have on too because it does give hope in this time you know it's like um something really hopeful and and magical to talk about Mm -hmm. and uh laura says oh yes please more sandy for sure she's you know she's so great and it Mm -hmm. would help her too to get her the word out for her um her company and she teaches people to tune into their um their own intuitive i don't even i don't even know if i'm saying the terms right but she also gives of course private readings and everything and so this would be a good opportunity for her to get the word out 
about her. It's called Inner Awakenings, right, Jules? I'm trying to remember the Inner name. Awakenings Spiritual Center, I believe. Yeah, and it, her name is Sandy Harmer. Go check her out. Yeah, she's right. really very nice person and really great. Okay, so I, I sense that you want to wrap things up. No, well, no. If we don't have any comments or anything, I'm good to uh, I'm good to wrap it up. Okay. How are great. you? Yeah, How are I'm you fine. Doing? Fine. Yeah, we could do a shorter show. I've got a lot of a lot of stuff to do here. Okay, well, thanks everybody for watching. I didn't mean to. Did I sound rushed? I didn't mean to. Well, a tiny bit, but that's oh. okay. That's no, no, problem. no, not at all. Uh, I was just uh, going through notes here and, uh, while you were talking. Sorry. Uh, that's okay. Okay. No problem. Right. Well, uh, that's that, everybody. Have a great day, everyone, and we'll see you tomorrow. We appreciate it. We'll be back tomorrow as we are live Mondays through Fridays at 7 a.m. Eastern on YouTube and Facebook, uh, and then available on demand wherever you get your podcasts. Feel free to give us a share. Please subscribe, like, and all that good stuff. Jenny, I love you. Love you. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening. We'll see you tomorrow. Thank you, and uh, is that it? Anything else? Jenny? All right, that's it. Thank you, everybody, and as always, watch your head. Waste of time, a beautiful waste of time. Waste of time. I went to school, yeah, I learned a lot. Got a degree in what I'm not. You spend your life looking for what you already got. Such a beautiful waste of time Waste of time A beautiful waste of time It's just a waste of time Wandering eyes and itchy feet I'm just a thin nervous shadow Walking backwards down the street A beautiful waste of time Just a waste of time The whole world wants a piece of my head But they all get a piece of my mind instead I roll over and go back to bed It's such a beautiful waste of time Time